Hi, and welcome to What the Family Studies podcast. I'm your co-host, Katherine Murphy. And I'm Laura Hattier. And in this episode, we will be talking to two high school students who make family studies an important part of their course selections throughout high school. Raphael is in grade 12, currently taking nutrition and health and families in Canada at a Toronto high school. Raphael has been enjoying courses in the humanities since grade 10. She really enjoys cooking in our classes and started with grade 10 food and nutrition and continued in grade 11 with food and culture and introduction to anthropology, psychology, and sociology. This year, she started a cooking club at her school. She's also president of her school's arts council, planning art events around the school. And Bain is in grade 12 and attends high school in Hamilton. Right now, he's taking personal life management and is also enrolled in the hospitality and tourism specialist high skills major. Since grade nine, Bain has been enjoying all of our foods classes, starting with exploring family studies and continuing with food and nutrition, food and culture, and nutrition and health. In his spare time, Bain likes to play video games and cooks as well. Tonight, our learning goals are to learn more about what motivates students to take family studies courses, understand the challenges students face when taking family studies, and learn about the skills that students develop through our courses. All right, so we're going to get started with some questions. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the podcast. It's super great that we could have some high school students today. We haven't done this yet, so it's very different. First question, what motivated you guys to enroll in your first family studies course? What drew you in? We'll start with Bain. For me, when I was reading the course selection sheet, it had a very broad energy to it. Like it included sewing, it included cooking, and it included finances. And I just thought that was interesting. And it was also the only course at my old school that included cooking. Oh, okay. So just the, the fact that it was broad. Okay, nice. And Rafaela? I have an older sister, two years older. She went to a different high school, but her friends stayed at the same school that I went to. And they would always tell me when I was in grade nine, oh, Rafaela, next year, like the years after, like you should go take the family's course, a cooking course. And they know that I love to cook and I love to bake. So I was like, okay, why not? So I took it. And I really, really liked it. That's awesome. Did either of you guys go to kind of like an enrollment night at your high school and kind of visit the department? Yeah, my school, we had something called a course carousel where you would go around and like teachers would tell you about different courses you could take the year after and like all that stuff. And family studies really stood out to me because I thought it would be fun. Nice. Okay. I'm glad to hear that that's helpful because we always set those up and we never know if we're doing a good job or not. (laughs) All right. Next question. Did you have any preconceptions about family studies courses and did these change over the course of the time that you took these courses? So kind of what did you expect from these courses and then what did you actually experience? We'll start with Rafaela. Well, for me, I started these cooking courses in grade 10, but it was like peak COVID. So we couldn't really do many things. We only cooked, I think, like three times. Mm -hmm. And I thought like, okay, whatever. It's quad master. So we didn't really have enough time. But then when I started doing grade 11 and 12, and we had more time, we cooked like seven, eight times. We cooked a bunch more. And I was really surprised to see like how much more normal it was to cook more often than when COVID was there and could barely do anything, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it is disappointing. COVID ruined a lot of things. All right. And Bane? For me, I heard a lot of negative things about the courses, like the units were too hard to follow. But then when I actually got into it, I found that a lot of the units actually blended into each other. Okay. Like some some topics from one unit would end up being used in maybe the next unit or two units down the line, and it would help you 
learn and immerse yourself more. Okay, interesting. I've actually never heard anyone say anything about the units. So that's that's an interesting point. All right. And what skills have you guys learned through family studies? And have you actually been able to apply these skills in your everyday life outside of school? Bane, maybe we'll start with you. I learned a lot of very practical things, like especially with the cooking. I've learned how to make more complex dishes rather than just simple things at home. Okay. I've also learned how to do some basic sewing so I can stitch together clothes if needed. I noticed that there was a lot of financial units that I ended up doing. So I was able to open up a bank account and make decisions for opening up a bank account with that information. That's amazing. I feel like that's one of the most important things about the family studies courses that a lot of people don't realize is that we cover finances, right? Like a lot of people know that we cover foods and food knowledge, but a lot of people don't realize that we talk about finances. So that's awesome. Rafaela, what about you? Well, my school was a little different. We didn't really have a finance unit or like a sewing unit. It was basically all just cooking. But our units were really fun because like one unit would be, you know, international food and the other would be Canadian. It was really fun for me. So some skills that I've learned, I would always bring some food home for my family, like a little bit of leftovers every time we'd have a food lab. And my mom would always be like, get the recipe so you can make this at home. And like, I would go and get the recipe for my teacher and come back and like, we'd all make it as a family. So I guess I learned some new recipes is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's really nice. I like how you guys actually brought your families kind of into it, not like in the classroom, but you it kind of made you more engaged with your family even and connected. That's awesome. I think it's great too, because I, for me as a teacher, when a student comes and asks me for the recipe that we used in class, it makes me think, okay, students are liking this recipe. We got to keep doing this one year after year after year. So that's really great. I'm glad when students do that. Yeah, that Uh, happened to me today, actually. I had some students ask for some recipes and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to post them. Yeah, for sure. And that's one great thing about the Google Classroom then is always just available to them for sure. Okay, so I want you both to think back to some of your favorite family studies projects that you've done over the years. What were they and what did you learn from them? And maybe Raphael, I'll ask you that first. For one of my favorite projects, it was a big one. So every food lab that we do, we do a reflection about it, put pictures, and my teacher would have these questions and you'd have to answer them and you would do that for each one. So I would say that was my favorite because it made me kind of reflect back on what I made and how I liked it and what I did. Yeah, it was really fun for me. I I really enjoyed it. Well, that's great. I think it's really great to go back and reflect on your learning and and what you were making. And Bane, how about you? What was your favorite family studies project? What did you learn from it? It's actually really funny because I had a very similar assignment. I really enjoyed that one because it helped reflect on which step I may need improvement on. I also had a different favorite, but this one was done recently and it was actually on home repair around the home. Okay, that's wonderful. I taught housing last semester for the first time. It was actually the first course I ever taught. So now I'm very curious what that project entailed. So it was basically just everybody got to choose a home repair to make a PowerPoint on or a Word document on how to do that specific home repair. Okay. And so did you actually have to do the home repair at home or you just had to find information on how you would do that? Essentially just making like a how-to That's cool, though. I feel like you could also do that in like a cartoon format. You could do a comic strip or something. That would be cool, too. All right. So I want to know now, we've talked a lot about the great parts of family studies, but what challenges did either of you face when you were taking any family studies courses? Bane, how about you? Personally, I felt family studies got repetitive at times when talking about Mm -hmm. nutrition specifically. Since I've taken so many food-based 
forces, I should know that it's coming up, but I feel like there needs to be a newer way to introduce that material because I always find I struggle with those assignments. I think a lot of teachers would argue the safety unit gets very repetitive. It's difficult because you have to do it and it's very important, but some students have already taken our courses. So I can definitely see where that would be a challenge that you would face for sure. Rafaela, how about you? For me, I have to agree with Bain that sometimes it would get repetitive, mm-hmm. but one unit that I felt was a little difficult for me was the kind of sciency part of it. Like we had this one where the whole class would talk about the digestive system and like what these cells do. Me, I'm not a very sciency or math person. So when my teacher was talking to me, I was like, what are you saying right now? Like, I, I got a little nervous. I came here to cook. Like, like I didn't want to do that. So I would say that was one of the challenges, but I think I did okay on it. So I'm sure you did. I'm sure you were very successful for sure. So if your friends asked you about taking a family studies course, what would you tell them, Rafaela? I would really recommend it to some friends that didn't take it because you get to learn a lot. Nutrition, safety, and like how to cook. I would say it's a really good course. And yeah, I just, I would recommend it to them. A lot of those practical skills, right? Yeah, definitely. And Bain, what about you? If your friends asked you about taking family studies, what would you tell them? I would recommend they take at least one throughout high school. And depending on what grade that friend's in, I would recommend either exploring family studies or personal life management because I feel like I've learned the most practicality out of those two. Great advice. Okay. Thanks so much, guys. Laura's going to take us to our rapid fire questions now. So I I hope you're ready for these ones. All right. Thank you guys so much. I'm very happy that you guys came on here tonight, but I'm going to do the rapid fire questions and maybe we'll keep it consistent. We'll start with Rafaela and then we'll do Bane right after. So Rafaela, if you had to be any Disney character, who would you be? Oh, I would say maybe Ariel because I love the ocean and that just being able to swim all day like sounds like a good life to me. Love it. <laughs> okay. And Bane? I think I'd honestly want to be Tiana from Princess and the Frog. I like how she's more tomboyish than the other princesses and she likes to actually get in there and do hard work instead of being all princessy. <laughs> Okay, I like that. I've never seen that one. But you know what? I was thinking the same thing about Mulan. Very like fierce, different, not very princessy, like you said. Yeah. Okay. Number two, what is your favorite social media app? I would say TikTok. I'm just on it all day. Like it kills time. I find like the funniest videos. The thing about TikTok is you can find the funniest video, but you also find the most heart melting, cutest dog video of him like hugging a cat. I love it. It's just so much fun. I knew I knew that answer was coming. All right, Bane? My favorite social media platform is actually Instagram. I okay. find it has a lot of different practical uses, and I've seen a lot of very interesting blogs on there. And I mean, we have kind of our own TikToks and Reels, but they're around three weeks late usually. Yeah, for sure. I like both apps. I'm definitely more of an Instagram person, but TikTok is addictive, I will say. And you know what? If both of you like foods, both of those platforms are great for sharing like your recipes in a quick way. Like it's amazing. If you could have an unlimited supply of one thing, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. I love a lot of things. I would say shoes. I love shoes. (laughs) I'm a a shoe addict. I have to admit. So, (laughs) okay. Bane, what about you? Very much a tie between pillows and blankets. Oh, like to be very comfortable. You can never have enough of either of those, to be honest. 
Okay. I love how creative you guys are. I was just going to say money. Okay. What is the last series you binged? I love rewatching Gilmore Girls. Like that's just like my comfort show, especially season one. Like it's just like so, so fun. But now I'm currently binging Young Sheldon because it keep it kept on popping up on my for you page. So I was like, fine, I'll watch it. And I'm watching it now and it's like really good. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love it. I haven't seen Gilmore Girls, but I've been told so many times that I need to watch it. Bane, what about you? Last show that was binge was actually an anime with one of my friends. It's called The Disastrous Life of Psyche K. I thought it was really funny. Nice. All right. And last question. Name a person who inspires you. I don't know. There's so many people that inspire me. Could you come back to me on that? Yes, I can come back to you. Bane, what about you? It's very fitting for this podcast in particular because I feel like the two people who have inspired me the most have been Miss Popper and Miss Padawano from my school. Miss Popper is my family studies teacher and Miss Padawano is my hospitality teacher. And I just feel like my passion for cooking and food would not be as strong without them. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. All right, Rafaela, it's your time to shine. Okay, I thought about it and I'm going to have to agree with Bane, my, my cooking teacher. I would say her because she just like, even not as a teacher I find her just like as such a good friend you know like even like after cooking club like I stay back and we like talk and like it's really nice you know I love that okay thank you guys so much this has been amazing I'm really glad that we got to talk to you it's been enlightening and amazing and really wonderful it's really great to see young people taking time out of your busy schedules to come and spend time with us and you know I think we talk about teachers who inspire students, but also our students who inspire us. And so the two of you have been very inspiring tonight in sharing your thoughts with us. So thanks so much for coming on our podcast. Join in next time. We'll be talking to each other. Yes, that's right. It's going to be the last episode of the season. So we'll learn a little bit more about each other and talk about the highs and lows of teaching, learning, and of course, creating a podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of What the Family Studies. All links, resources, and social media platforms mentioned can be found in the show notes. Remember to subscribe to be notified when we release new episodes. Thanks for listening. What the Family Studies is brought to you by the Ontario Family Studies Home Economics Educators Association. Special thanks to our producer, Michelin Gallant, tech support and podcast editor, Cassandra McEachern, and our co-hosts, Catherine Murphy and Laura Hattier.